So you're a bana, you're a bana woman or a man? You're a bana man? Serafina? That's what you're saying? No, the last time I checked, you know, <laughs> all the parts worked like <laughs> women parts. <laughs> Yo, guys, you know, Serafina said, Serafina said the last time she checked. <laughs> Yo, okay, all right then. Um, <laughs> okay, let me get it. Let's get this show started because you know, let's just get this show started. Sarafina <laughs> said the last thing she checked. Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. Obey! If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they'd like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. No, 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 wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah! Yeah. Okay, guys, guys, guys. (laughs) All right, so welcome to Objectively Incorrect. My name is Stephen Smith. I'm here in my little small studio with Serafina Osborne. Yes. She yes, is beautiful. Yes. She's talented. And we just talked a little bit ago. She's part of the 1%. <laughs> she's a complete catch. And she's also previously a contestant for Miss St. Kitts. Um, first uh, one National up. National Carnival Queen. National Carnival yes. Queen. We have to say it right. National Carnival Thank Queen. Thank you. Um, first one up. Um, my favorite. Sorry to say. Um, but... <laughs> My favorite, but she's also, um, you're also doing studies right now. Yes, I am studying at Open Campus U, U, uh, UE. UE, I wanted to say like the whole thing, but UE, uh, Hospitality and Tourism Management. But you know what? I think I actually want to change, switch majors to International Management. Wow, that sounds like a broader scope that us. That right, doesn't like, it just it's the sound? It sounds broader. It sounds, it sounds, it sounds like, like <laughs> I didn't even oh, read the culinary hospital. from hospitality to international. <laughs> I didn't even read like what the course, what the details in the course. But I was like, hmm, I want to do international that. Uh, management. Yep, that's that me. That sounds good. That sounds like me. That sounds like me. That sounds like what I want to do. All right, great. <laughs> so yeah, so we're here with Sarafina. We're gonna have a really good conversation. We're gonna be talking about your pageant experience. We're going to be touching on some of the darker parts of the pageant experience. Mm-hmm. We're also going to be touching probably on some of the slighter parts of the pageant experience. And we're going to be talking about something that happened within the last month or two um, where we had um, a pageant contestant being um, inappropriately approached and molested. And we're going to touch on that because that's important. And that's something that we probably don't talk about enough. Mm-hmm. And we don't want it to go under the radar and something that just loses steam, just becomes a headline in South in two weeks. So here objectively, objectively incorrect. I'm going to be talking to Sarafina. She's going to shed some light because she's been in the pageant experience. So she could, she could talk more about it and I could talk about it. I mean, I've only had dreams of being a pageant <laughs> star, but... Okay, Did I've, you? Never, I've never had any dreams of that whatsoever. I had dreams of lifting like 600 pounds. That's what I had. But I didn't have any dreams of that. But as usual, we're going to start the show with Fact or Fiction. And Serafina has expressed that she wants the easiest questions possible. And she wants me to also say, even if she's wrong, that she's right so she could get five and five and be here a winner because Serafina doesn't like to lose. And I don't like to lose either. So I'm going to be nice with this Fact or Fiction. And I'm going to try to start being nice from now on because I'm scaring away the guests. All right, so, Sarafina, let's go. As usual, we're going to say five statements, and you're going to say if they are fact or fiction, if they are true or false. And let's start with number one, all right? 
the founder of Victoria's Secret, Roy Raymond, sold the company in 1982 for $4 million. By the end of the 90s, by early 90s, it was worth a billion dollars. Let me repeat. The founder of Victoria's Secret... That sounds true. Roy Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you think it's true? Yeah. Okay, it's true. So you got the first one right. There you go. And that wasn't a lie. I'm not lying on behalf. The bad thing about it, though, in response, Raymond killed himself by jumping off the golden, the golden he, gate After he bridge. sold it? No, when he... The thing is, he sold it for $4 million and then within... The, like a couple well, because of years it made billions in 1982, in eight years, it, it got to a billion dollars in net worth. Mm -hmm. So he sold it for four million, and in eight years, it had acquired value to one billion dollars. And he killed himself, he did. He jumped off the golden bridge, the golden gate bridge. Mode, man. Yeah, man, you gotta like, be in the one percent, you gotta be in that <laughs> one percent. All right, let's go. Number two, Bette Davis and John Crawford were best of friends. When Joan died in 1970s, both of them were actors, actresses, by the way. Because yeah, I was about to ask who they were. Yeah. That, when you hear this date. When Joan died in 1977, Beth started the American Healthy Heart Association to conduct research and educate the public on heart attacks. True or false? You want me to repeat it? Yeah, repeat that. Okay. Beth Davis and Joan Crawford, both actresses, mm -hmm. were the best, were best of friends. When Joan died in 1977, Beth started the American Healthy Heart Association to conduct research and educate the public on heart attacks. What? Did Beth die of a heart attack? Yes, yeah, she did. She did die of a heart attack. And her friend started a heart foundation. Yeah. True or false? Man, Stephen, I thought you were going to give me like some weird... Remember my criteria. <laughs> this doesn't sound weird. <laughs> this doesn't sound weird. I still, have to give, I still have to give you the question. And it's like there's only two options, man. It's either true or it's false. Um, wow. Uh, I am going to say that, I mean, if it was my best friend. Your best friend. And you had I'd a lot probably of money. start, if, you know, if I had the means, I'd probably start a foundation, you know, with heart stuff. Yeah, I'm going to say it's. <laughs> so if you have to say something true. you're gonna go with true and it's false Aww. they were actually long time bitter rivals when drone <laughs> really? crawford died bet davis said you should never say bad things about the dead only good joan crawford is dead good they were horrible. This story, like, I have to do research on every single one of these questions to make sure they're actually true. Mm -hmm. um, and the story between them was just catty to the, like, a different degree. Wow. Different degree. Bette Davis, actually, she won an Academy Award. And she was with Warner Brothers, I think. Um, John, was, John Crawford was with somebody, some other company. And Bette Davis fell in love with one of her co-stars. John Crawford... Married that guy. Took the guy and married him. Like, quick. Like, it was swift. Mm -hmm. Just a spider. Wow. No, he had one other time when Bette Davis was bringing out this movie. And Joan Crawford decided to get a divorce. Like, she decided to declare her divorce the very same day as the premiere of the movie. So everybody was talking about Joan Crawford's divorce instead of going to actually to the premiere mm -hmm. for Bette Davis. These wow. kind of levels. Like... So again, like when John died, like Bet was like, 
Yeah. Joan Crawford is dead. Good. Okay. You so could see it. One that's one two. on one. That's one on two. All right. Okay. So let's go. Number three. According to research, our voices change when we talk to people we find attractive. True. That's actually true. Yes. These vocal modulations tend to be subtle and the speaker usually isn't conscious of the change. Another thing is that we would think that women who are attracted to somebody would talk in a higher pitch. They don't. They talk in a lower pitch. I've never really picked that up, though. I, I've never picked it up either. But for a guy, I could tell you, like, if I'm talking to somebody I'm attracted to, like, my voice just, like, I used to do... I know for guys, yeah, yeah for sure. we, Even, it, like, I used to love, like, talking to, like, women, like, late in the night because my voice gets really growly and raspy and I could, like, hey, how you doing? You know, like... <laughs> Like, uh, in the morning early because like my voice ain't catching so it's like hey uh, yeah I'm alright I'm alright I'm, right, I'm cool no, we uh, love that though yeah, yeah I think women do yeah. but women do the same thing it's great <laughs> right Mars code was in, so that's two of three see you're doing well you only have to get one where you win the game <laughs> I told you I made these easy they're easy, they're easy. Okay. right Mars code was invented in Britain in 19 in 1895 it was specifically invented to help coordinate tree T and sugar between London and Birmingham. I'll repeat. Mars code. code. You know what Mars code is? Like the beep, 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 beep. You know? Like beep, 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 beep. They used to use it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, you know. <laughs> Mars code was invented in Britain in 1895. It was specifically invented to help coordinate trading tea and sugar between London and Birmingham. That sounds really strange. It sounds strange. You know, yeah, you know like, how much Britain, pe British people love tea. But why would you create like a secret system just to create, just, just to coordinate trade shipments tea? between? Like as if like, do I, you need tea? I need sugar. Bam, 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 and they just coordinate. Right, it. but was it illegal or something? I'm gonna say, sorry, I'm gonna go with false. I think like Moss code should should be I, for something for else? something like spy tech or something like that. And you are right. That is completely like Samuel Moss was originally an artist, mm -hmm. but abandoned his career to develop a way to commu of communicating over distances after his wife fell ill and died while he was away on an art assignment. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's sad, right? It's so sweet. It's sweet, yeah. It's sweet. Like, his wife died, and he's like, I couldn't, co she couldn't communicate with me. Mm -hmm. So he created Moss code so that, you know, using a single line, you could literally tap Whoa. out a message. See, I thought it was like had to do something with spies. No, they <laughs> used it in the, the war, like the first world war. That was it. Like mm -hmm. they were using mask code a lot, especially with lights, because you could use it in any signal. Because mm -hmm. mask code is a series of dots and dashes. Oh, okay. A dot would be like a I'm single. I'm gonna go look this up now, eh? Oh, it's, it's, I think everybody should. It's really interesting. Like you could use a light, and you could literally have long lights. Like, you could leave the light on for long, and that's a dash. Or you could make it really, really short, and that's like a dot. So, a dots and dashes. Mm -hmm. And they have a whole, all the alphabet, every single letter has a mass code to it. So, you could oh, communicate gosh. a message like, help, or run, or abandon. It wouldn't be abandoned mission. That would be way too long. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> it is sweet. Easy. I mean, love is not the same nowadays. No, it's not. Nobody goes through this trouble. <laughs> all right. So the last question, you've had three out of four. So you're doing really, really good. But you've won. I mean, it's, yeah, I've won, but I still want to try the last question. Of course, you have to give everybody the last question. All right, number five. In 2014, a man named Christian 
Poinchevel, mm-hmm. let's just call him Christian, God, let's just call him Christian, invented a range of pills aimed at making people's fats smell like either chocolate or roses. Let me repeat. In 2014, a man named Christian something, I'm not going to say, Poinchevel, Val, invented a range of pills aimed at making people's fats smell like either chocolate or roses. Do you remember my criteria? The weirder it sounds, the truer it is. I'm going to go with true. And it's true. <laughs> so you've gotten four out of five. I mean, you see, that was, I, I told you it was easy and it was too easy. It wasn't even challenging. Yes, it's true. The chocolate one is called Father Christmas Fat Pill. Does it work? The thing is, I, the research that I did, and the, <laughs> like, there were a lot of, there were people who like posted, um, like, feedback videos about it. <laughs> and they were like, they can't tell if the fat smell any different. But they, what they do, Mark, is that they don't fat nearly as much. The main ingredient in his pill is charcoal, activated charcoal. You know what that is? Like the stuff that these young girls are putting on their face now? I don't know if they do. I'm not familiar like with it. You, you don't know about the charcoal mask that these girls are doing? No, I don't. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I really like you're trying to direct me with that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I have to look up that now. I, have to, I know what I'm going to look up. But activated charcoal, it has, when you ingest it, mm-hmm. it has anti um, gas. Like it, 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 it reduces the amount of bloating and so on. So if you, if you take this pill, you actually fat less. It's a fat suppressant. So nobody has ever, like, from my research, like the three or four videos I looked at and the, the comments that I went through, like nobody has seen a smell difference in smell, mm-hmm. but they just fat so much less that they don't even know. I didn't realize that you could fart too much. I think I like the amount of times that I fart, so I'm good. I don't think I'd be I, trying that. I think I could get a reduction. I think <laughs> I think I could just. I think especially at nights, I think I don't. I don't particularly like how much I fart at night. <laughs> In the day, I'm fine. I'm good. I could control myself. But <laughs> in the night, it's like, come on, man. Really? Especially if you have company. <laughs> and, you know, the one thing I had to get over is like, like fatting um, continuously in front of like a significant other. Like that's, that's just I like, think it's like the cutest thing ever. Like snoring You and are farting, in the 1%. Like, God darn. I was... Just clone yourself. <laughs> it took a time. It took some time. And I'd I, probably I fall it. in love with you more. Like yeah, for you, you to be vulnerable it. and sle- and oh, just sleep there God. and fart yeah. right next to me. <laughs> you, you, you think it's vulnerable until you're like, you're, you're gasping for... <laughs> it's like, Steven. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> Wake up, you're killing me, Steven. <laughs> All right. So you got four to five. You won the game uh, in flying colors. And I'm so proud of you. You had a system. I have to change my whole, the whole way I do this now because now that you've exposed. <laughs> I let, yeah, I let it out. I'm so sorry about that. I'm going to just, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to edit that part out. <laughs> you know, I have a system. Let's edit that part out. All right. So, Sarafina, so you've been, so last year, you're still, uh, oh, man, let's talk about pageantry. Let's talk about your experience in pageantry. Tell us about why did you go into pageantry? Okay, so I start. I always knew that I wanted to go into pageantry. From since I was in high school, my mom just wouldn't let me do it. I wanted to be Miss BHS, but it wasn't really? her thing. She so was, far back, yeah. She was very conservative. I I don't. I, you know, I didn't even find out 
the re- the real reason why she didn't want me to do it. But that's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew all the time that I wanted to go in for Missing Kids or the National Carnival Queen Pageant. But um, God, we can't <laughs> Missing Kids, man. Okay, but, the National um, Carnival Queen Pageant. <laughs> I wasn't sure of the year. I'm a very spur of the moment type of person. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't have plans. Like, I hate plans. Plans never go according to plan. And when I don't have a plan uh-huh. that doesn't go according to plan, I am a monster. Yeah, me too. Right? So I prefer to just like kind of go with the flow mm-hmm. and see how it takes me. So January 16, 2016 is when I began my, began my weight loss journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, let's just see how it goes. I did not even know I, w- I could be that committed at all. I was in the gym four hours a day. blown away? Yeah. I in, was blown away? I started away. at 185. Uh-huh. In my first week, I lost six pounds. In my, second, in my first month, I lost 14 pounds. What? In my second month, I lost 12 pounds. And then after that, I just lost track. Um, but yeah, I was in the gym for four hours out of the day. Estimated, it could have been more than that. Two hours in the morning, two hours in the afternoon, if work permitted. If uh-huh. I was working from one to eight, then I'd do probably about three hours in the morning. And then if I was working at from eight to three, I'd do one hour in the morning. And then 3.30, I was in the gym till probably about 6.30. What? Sophie, in the what gym, are you saying? No, but people like Miss Universe and, and Miss Columbia, mm-hmm. these girls are in the gym. The only difference that they between myself and them is that they didn't have to work. They yeah. don't have a job. Their sole what purpose is to make sure that their body is fit for the swimsuit segment, that they're practicing their walks and that they mm-hmm. are um, practicing interview training so that they're ready for the, for the competition. universe. Yeah. So yeah, so it was four hours a day, four hours a day. Jesus. Yeah. All right. And so that's why I was able to, I guess, drop the weight so quickly because by June of that year, I was 145. And that's the, was that like the pristine? No. And I actually wanted to enter in 2016, but by the time they had sent out the notice to say that, you, you know, applications apply? are open, I wasn't happy with where my body was. I was experiencing some body pains because of the weights that I was putting out, like using, you know, mm-hmm. I was putting my body under a lot of pressure, obviously four hours a day. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, so I had some strain in my knee and even to this day, sometimes I still have a pain in my trapezius muscle. Yeah. You're using words like trapezius muscle. Come on. I, I actually had to just Google it the other day because I was like, nah, man. <laughs> that's like what? That's what is right by your neck, right? Okay. It's between your, your spinal cord and... Uh, like your your shoulder blade, shoulder blade, yeah, 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 right in there. You wouldn't believe it, but like like last week, mm-hmm. like I was out the gym for the entire week because that muscle I, I had pulled it or strained it or something. Yeah, and it you know it comes from stress. Comfortable. What I can't lean my head back. You can't like you can't do anything. I like, thought it was holding me. No, last week I was completely incapacitated. Like, I mean, even going out to work was difficult because my work I have to lift things, so it's. It's really like suppressed when you can't do anything. So mm-hmm. I understand how that feels. That's all I'll say. I understand how it feels. It's, it's oh, really yeah. horrible. Yeah, it is. And um, to this day, I don't run anymore. Because mm-hmm. anytime I run, I have pains in both of my knees. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to be old before my time. 
25, man. <laughs> right. But no, it's just a thing that uh, one of the girls used to say, like, no heels gonna make me older than my time. So um, yeah, I I stopped running. I would do walks though. But yeah, I was in the gym. I would probably do cardio for an hour and then lift or two hours mm-hmm. and then lift weights for the remainder two hours. I had developed such a resentment for the gym. So that is why the August of that year I fell off of the gym. Oh, you did? I didn't even know. Yeah, I fell off of the gym. I did not go back to the gym until March of 2017, and I gained weight. I was back at 155, if my memory serves me correctly. But the competition the competition would have been in December. December so you stopped gymming in August? In August of 2016 to, to March of 2017. Oh, but, but 2017 was the competition for you? Yes, yeah, okay. that's when I entered, yeah. Um... So I went back into the gym in 2017. And, you know, by that time, even in 2016, I had my platform. I knew what I wanted to, to raise awareness to. Mm-hmm. I, I had all of that said. I had my costume. <laughs> you know, I think the only thing that we didn't have was the swimsuit, like a finalized product. Mm-hmm. Um, there and you would have was... to wait, right? Would you have to wait until it's closer to the competition to get that? What, for the swimsuit? For the swimsuit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, so that you could know what your body is. Right, I had know. to. I yeah. had to wait to see to find out what my body would have looked like. I used to always ask the ignorant question as to, like, why is it that it always feels like every single contestant is, like, shuffling to get clothes, like, right before the competition? Thankfully, you know what? No, my shopping room was great. She had everything here well mm. before okay. the competition. Like I said, we had everything conceptualized. 100%. I think it was just a swimsuit. I mean... I think the swimsuit, in terms of the construction, was the easiest Thing to, to make. make. Mm-hmm. So it didn't take that long. And we gave, we were very strict with the designers on a deadline. Mm-hmm. And my chaperone was not playing with that. And I'm <laughs> so th- right? I'm so thankful for her for that because I'd have been stressed out. Yep, I would have been. Uh, on top of everything else, of on course. top of the hair loss and the hair loss, ac- yeah, the acne. You the got off- acne. I had acne. <laughs> All of that. So, but why was that? Is that is that as a representation of the stress you were under? Or is yeah, it- it, it, no, I, it was. It's a representation of. I wouldn't even say that it's stress because sometimes you enjoy what you're doing. Like mm-hmm. before the pageant, I I wasn't really doing much, so I kind of liked the fact that you I had in- a structure somewhat. <laughs> Um, I was following a structure. I was in out early, in late. You, you don't really realize it until your skin starts to tell you, yeah, you know, you're, you're stressed. Yeah, um, your hair starts to fall out. It's not as thick anymore. It's not, and that's why I went back natural. The main reason. I didn't. Um, yeah, I had to cut it off. You know, I'm not one of those persons who would hold on to the thin hair and say lengths. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my length, guys. <laughs> No. I only have two ears, but they're long. <laughs> that is not me. So I was like, just get rid of it. It's no. It's not working. No. Um, so I went back into the gym uh March twenty seventeen and I wasn't happy with my then trainer. I was in the gym for even a longer time because the smaller you get the more, I guess, you, the harder you'd have to try. Yeah, to so get the, more So like results. I told you, right, the weight was just dropping off from 185 of to 145. But you at 145, really I was like, what the hell? You had to dig. I have to be in here this long? Yeah, and push even harder. Right, correct. That's the thing that nobody ever says about gym. 
or even like fitness in general like after you reach that thing they call it like a plateau plateau yeah yeah like you get beginner gains like beginner gains are awesome right, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> beginner gains are great like even my gym experience was very similar it's like the first two months is oh my god this weight is just oof, right <laughs> And like starting to see muscle and like, oh my God, Definition, look at my legs. Right? In you my there? legs. Jesus, peace. Are they really? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like hot now, right? And then it's like two, three months. It's like, oh, okay. Um, I'm not really seeing. I, 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 I want to see more development. And then you start pushing even harder. And it's like, you got to do so much more to see like even a little something mm-hmm. in your chest. So you don't get any veins. The veins ain't popping out like they right? used to. <laughs> Like, what is going on, buddy? Come on, let's, we want a trend. <laughs> but they don't ever say that. No, they don't. And, you know, it had to be done because there's a criteria. There's mm-hmm. a criteria for the swimsuit segment, and you have to fit into the criteria. The, um, you know, you, you're Do you like that? Do you like that there's, like, I mean, and this is going to get controversial. I'm sorry that we're going to shove sure, you sure. so deep into this. But how accepting... Is uh, are the pageants that we have? I mean, we have, yeah, miss, I'm not missing it. The National mm-hmm. Carnival Queen pageant. Am I saying it right? Yes, you okay, are. Okay, great. Um, and even stuff like Miss Universe, Miss 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 America, all of these things, all of them have that one component, that 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 um swimsuit component. Do you think that alienates all the other female body types that I mean, they have talent, they have, I mean, what are we telling girls? Is it that? this is the ideal female to be this specific where do you think that they put you in a box when they tell you okay you have to do swimsuit recently for i can speak for our pageants mm-hmm. they have been accepting of all sorts of body types and i absolutely love that um i actually love the swimsuit segment and i don't in my opinion in my personal experience okay. i didn't feel like it was focusing on a specific body type I just felt like I love this body that my body is becoming. Uh-huh. I did I did like it. I, I like to be thicker now. You know, I like it. But I had liked that part of my life. And um, and you worked hard for it. So I did. Mm-hmm. I did so hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, that swimsuit was the most fun that I had on stage. Oh, it was? So, yeah, mm-hmm. it was. So regardless, I, I can't say that. I can't speak for other pageants. I think that other pageants, like the larger pageants, I think that they do only focus on a specific body a strict, type. Yeah, very strict. Yeah, very strict. You can't be a Miss Uni- You can't be a Miss USA. And thick. And thick. There's you no, can't there's have no, it. No. no. You can't have any hips. You can't have hips. I wish. I wish. And I, I look forward to the day that that happens. You know, recently we've seen an afro on the stage. Of course, yes, yes. And I loved it. Yes, and and the thing is, I mean, we're talking about probably one specific individual who participated last year, mm-hmm. um, and I I was I was thrilled. I was thrilled to see. I mean, even this year we have somebody who represents a different body type, a different, a non-conventional body type. Mm-hmm. What I'm hoping is that they are scored for their body type and not scored against. The, 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 the regular... The thing is, there's a criteria, and that's why... You know, people will always tell me, you can't let him cheat you, you know? So... <laughs> you can't let him cheat. Don't give him a reason to cheat you. So I had to come down that small, mm-hmm. because the criteria was 15 points for muscle tone, mm-hmm. and it was muscle tone and physique. Mm-hmm. It was 10 points for poison carriage, 
five points for personality and five points for the cut of the swimsuit and the color for a grand total of 30. So, to, so I mean, you're looking at 15, like 15, 15 whole, whole points, points for muscle, for definition. muscle and, definition. And that's what I'm saying is like, and I critique, I critique this show so much and, and I'm not going to pretend. But you can be thicker and there can be definition in your they legs, could, in your course. arms. Of like at me mm-hmm. uh, coming from so small yeah. to, you know, gaining the weight that I'm, I'm at right now, I can still see muscle definition because it's there. Muscle memory is real. Um, I thought muscle memory meant like, you know, you're doing something. Well, your body will remember, will remember it, but the cuts, some of the cuts are still, still there. So yeah. the shape, the general shape would still stick around. Right. But the thing is, again, it's, again, it's, it's, it's for me, it's the conventional. It's just, you have to fit into this sort of mode because we could talk and say, okay, big girl could have muscle definition. And I think it's, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's definitely true. But I think that the judges, because I, again, it's, it's they like it's, skinny minis. Yes, they, they're it. not. They, they're not gonna. You can give them as say, much. You could get them. You could get them Hulk as much as you want. They, they don't like want skinny Hulk. Minis. They don't mm-hmm. want Hulk. They want Black Widow. You check what I'm saying. They want. <laughs> they want. And 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 I find it to be. And I find that to be the discriminant part of 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 the judging is that this the swimsuit section is is probably good for discipline because I mean I guess yeah I guess you sure. have to kind of. You know, show that you could lose weight or you could you could fine tone that body of yours into something that's that's a, like, and you I know. felt better, you know, eating healthier, making of healthier course. choices. Mm-hmm. I felt better that way. There's something well, to but. be learned, and 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 again, I'm not. I still think that in some ways that the the competition probably needs to grow more, like that much points for something that somebody necessarily can't control because everybody doesn't have, as you said, everybody doesn't have the same body type. It doesn't matter how skinny you try to be. Like some women will have humongous legs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's just, that's, that's their tone. Like if they have to lose a certain amount of weight, then you might see sagging flesh on the ground right. or whatever. And it's not going to, that still is no body tone definition. Like what do you tell a young girl who is, you know, I don't want to say naturally big because I don't, I don't agree with that word. But who has a body type that it's more boxy than um, than slender? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, more, I don't know if it's endomorphic. Uh, I can't. I, I, when I was back I back in the day, I was into uh, it. Something. Trust me, I was down to the caloric breakdown and all that good stuff. But no, no. Like it, it almost feels like if you were born with a certain shape, like you you that that swimsuit section, you'll never win it. Like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter what what you do. It doesn't matter how much you train. Your body just does not look like the conventional. And even for certain skinny girls, like girls who might be super super skinny, and have whatever that morphic is, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and no real definition. They might have like a body that's slender, but um, maybe they might not train that much. But they have a body that's already slender. Do they have an unfair advantage, or do they have no advantage? Like is it that because they don't like have they do. any? Because they don't have any, like, you know, I don't, I, I don't want to sound, I probably sound like misogynistic when I say this, but they don't oh, have gosh. any breasts and butt, you know, but they're just shaped. This is the way that they are. Mm-hmm. Are they losing points to somebody who has more, more of that, like, has more boobs, has um, a, a better, a, not a better tone because there's no better body, but a body that's more fit for the competition. Mm-hmm. Like, if you are big or if you are born a certain way, are you at a disadvantage? And um, what are we telling women? Like, you know, you have to fit into this mold in order to be seen as attractive or is it, is it just a competition? So it's just a competition. That's, that's always, I think that's the age old 
um, question, question yeah. with regards to pageantry and the swimsuit segment. I think, again, for the international stages, they do promote a certain body type. Hopefully, again, it, and I think there's a trickle-down effect because if you... God, somebody clicking. Oh, gosh. You smell it, right? <laughs> there's a trickle-down effect because mm -hmm. the international stages require a national representative. Mm -hmm. So you're so, choosing somebody who could compete for you, too. But correct. So then she has to fit within that criteria. Sure. That is unfair. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfair in every... And I guess, you know what? Life is unfair. Okay. Yeah. So, so, okay. So back to your pageant experience. Um, I would say, like, at some point it wasn't living. Um, I wasn't... I didn't go out for the majority of 2017 mm. um, because... I'd always be worrying about the caloric breakdown of food, as I was telling you earlier. Um, this is 31 grams of carbohydrates. Do I really want to drink that juice, that thing right there? Because that's 31 grams of sugar. That goes. That's gonna totally. What's the word I'm looking for? I, I put it reverse my workouts that I did this morning. Oh no, I'm not gonna. I used to walk along with my chicken and my broccoli. Yeah, I remember. Like, at dinners. You took no. pictures of it. We, we, we right? Did. That's that's not living. I only took pictures because it was motivational. Like a lot of you guys helped me oh, to okay. keep on track, mm -hmm. and posting it allowed me to do that. Um, but yeah, that that wasn't living. No, like weighing my food down to a T. Oh god. Where it's like <laughs> three grams of. Sweet potato, <sighs> gotta cut, cut that off because I really just only need two grams. Oh, I cannot go over, otherwise, I'm gonna gain a pound. <laughs> that is not living. And um, I went through something similar. Will I was trying to, I was on this raw food thing, mm. and I kind of refused. I hope my family listened to this. I kind of refused to go out with my family for a little bit because every time I went with them, of course, mother would be like, But you can eat a little bit. <laughs> Always that. It's always that. It's like, but mom, no, I have, I have a goal. Yeah, look how skinny you look. You can't, you don't reach the, you look, you look good. I said, no, but I still need to, no, you don't, no, listen, who tell you that? Who tell you that? <laughs> then you can get a little bread in your system. One time I, I carried chunks, like, I would eat like chunks as, as a, um, when I got off the raw food, I went back to vegan. I was trying to stick with that kind of, you know, no animal product stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So I was eating chunks, and I remember one time I carried some for my mom to eat. Oh, my God. And she took one. I don't even know if she really gave it a chance. She was like, mm, yuck, that tastes terrible. That's dark food. I love chunks. I love chunks. I don't care what nobody said. You shoot on chunks in a decent... Correct. beautiful. But I made, like, my best chunks for my mother, you know. I felt like I was in, like, a <laughs> Christmas song. I made my chunks for her, you know. And, and she just, like... Yuck, that's nasty and just kind of spit it out. Like, that tastes like dog food. Oh, you could eat that. Kill the dreams, man. I'm telling you, after a while, as long as you have some support in your in your mm -hmm. arena, you'll be fine. Like, yeah. you necessarily could talk. As long as you got somebody to say, like, you could do this. So you say you cut out meat. Do you feel like cutting out no, meat? No, I cut out meat at that time. Oh, at that I, time. I okay. eat fish now. Like, oh, okay. But yeah, did you I'm feel like... at that time that cutting out meat would help you with your weight loss? Because strangely enough for me, mm -hmm. I ate meat throughout the entire... I was did. not giving up chicken. The thing is, um, <laughs> for me, it's not just... Like, for me, it wasn't about just weight loss. It was, like, trying to get the best body that I could, eliminating all the toxins and so oh, on. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, I didn't want to have... Like, a plant-based dirt seemed very attractive to me. I'm not trying to 
God, please, listeners, guys, I'm not trying to tell you guys to go out there and do no plant-based nothing. Do your research if it, if it is what you think it is and if it is something that you want to try, I said try it. I went on a raw food um, fast. It was, mm-hmm. Me and my girlfriend went on a raw food fast for about, well, I went for about three weeks to a month or so. And she you went lasted for about, long. And she went for about two weeks. Yeah, we lasted long because after the fourth day, God darn, the fourth day, the first day is a little miserable. The second day is a little miserable. The third day is like, oh, maybe a I can get less. over this. And then the fourth day is like, give me cooked food. <laughs> no, I am fed up of salad. I am fed up of fruits. I don't want to ever eat nuts again in my entire life. I am done. Right? Run. No, 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 no. But then it's like, <laughs> after you reach after the fourth one, you're like, yeah, yeah, I could do this, you know, yeah. and you stick it out. And for me, what it did is it changed my palate so much. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to eat any meat. Like, even I wanted to eat cooked food, like the first thing I think I drank is soap because you have to kind of slowly come off of it. Mm-hmm. Like I had soap and I was like, oh my God, salt. <laughs> <laughs> salt is so good. Salt. Like, and it had in like some small little sweet potatoes. Oh my God! Soft, sweet potato. When that was that was sometime. I think during the preparations, I had a cheat meal. After two year, after like a year and some of not having pizza, I ate pizza. It was so good. It's so good. But I threw up. Oh no! Like I threw up. Maybe like an hour after, my body wasn't accustomed to it because I drastically cut breads, sugars, of course, mm-hmm. um, rice, milks, pastas out of my system i didn't drink juice for a year i drank strictly water for two years actually strictly water it was just water um you yeah all beast. fried stuff you beast right i didn't touch i don't care how healthy coconut oil is i did not touch it everything was boiled or baked mm. and that was my life <laughs> that's happiness huh? it was so bland <laughs> so like okay for you um, no, I'm going to bring in something else. Um, no, like in the last two months or so, we've had, um, it's not a controversy. I think it's, we could basically call it a situation of molestation, um, mm-hmm. of a carnival queen contestant. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was with a high level official. Mm-hmm. Um, what it brought me to is the question of like, how often does this, does this happen? And through talking to a few people, of course, they're not going to appear on the show. Um, it seems like it happens like pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. Like there are even other names that are being called, um, not maybe not publicly, but that were called to me for talking to people who've been in the competition before, um, who've had situations where it was extremely uncomfortable for them. Like it was extremely either a the person was being extremely sexual; they were sexually harassing them. Touching them in an inappropriate way, where it gets to a point where it's not just sexual harassment, but it get got to a point of assault, mm-hmm. um, and so on. And why, like, I really wanted to talk to you is like the, the darker parts of the, the 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 pageant because I think a lot of the times we don't ever talk about this stuff, mm-hmm. and it, it gets to a point where it has to get to. I'm seeking legal action for this before we actually realize, hey, you know, this is a thing. And there are victims that, that probably didn't try to make a deal of it or anything. But this is the thing. Like, I'm asking you, and, and I'm hoping that you're brave enough. My sister says, be careful because people might come after me. <laughs> but I want to talk to you about that part of the pageant that we don't normally hear. Like, are there dark sides to 
pageantry. In terms of what happened to the young lady recently, in my experience, I've never... During the pageant, mm -hmm. I've never felt uncomfortable with any of the high le higher level males or anything like that. Because you'd be around them anyway. Mm -hmm. But no, I didn't feel... And I can't... I, I think I speak for all of the girls as well. I don't think anyone came on to us like that. But it's really unfortunate that she had to have gone through it. And especially so close to the show. I really just hope that she you know, has it together focuses on what she really wants and then afterwards well I think even now she should still seek help and counseling and whatnot. Even though the show is done, yeah. 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 Um I don't know, do you are there dark paths? Because I I wanna I'm gonna go deeper into talking about it because there was a voice note that was released a month and some ago. Um about the, the mother. The, yeah, the mother I think center no I think it's it, it's ubiquitous. Everybody knows it. Yeah, now. everybody knows about it. Um again I you never know what you're going to do in those sorts of situations at all. Um, so I before I'd heard the voice the voice note, mm -hmm. someone came to me and they said, may I? And I was like, may you what? What do you want? You know? Mm -hmm. And then they were like, exactly, that's the response. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they said, didn't you hear the voice note? And so then they let, they let me listen to the voice note because... My WhatsApp is lame and I don't receive these kind of things. So they, <laughs> they let me listen to the voice note and I was like, you can't judge somebody in a situation like that at all. You never know what you're going to do in a situation like that. And you can't base what she did in that situation to what you, I know you, I'm called, and this is an open area. Yeah. I'm assuming what, how that happened. She was secluded and yeah. she didn't know what to do and what to say. And so, I said, I, I'm not even going to entertain that with you. Mm -hmm. um, I can't judge her. I can't say that she should have or she could have. Or she and that's the thing. You know, it, 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 it comes to as, as victim shaming a lot of the times. Like, this person went through a, a traumatic experience. Right. But yet, like, I find some people are like, well, she wanted it. Because, like, what? What are you talking about? And I think it's lack of education. What I've learned is there are four ways that people respond to, to, to a traumatic situation. Mm -hmm. There's fight or flight, which everybody talks about. There's like, you're going to either fight or you're going to run, right? But there's also fear and friend, which are, to me, in my opinion, and for what I know in terms of what little I know because I'm young, but I've seen women responding both of these ways in far more situations than fight or flight. Like... If you're in a situation where, I mean, you're processing a situation that you did not come prepared to, to handle. Right. The fighting part is like, I know, like, like the, most of the times the guy is probably stronger than you. The fighting thing is going to make it difficult for you. You might get like more hurt. Mm -hmm. that. So even when, 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 when the mother was talking, I was like, this makes absolute sense to me. There's nothing, there's no response here that was weird to me because what she did is she cooperated in order to minimalize the hurt, in order to minimalize the, 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 the whole, I'm going to force this upon you because that right. happens. Men in those situations could get extremely physically aggressive. Mm -hmm. But what, it also seemed as though like she was comfortable with the person. Like, they, you know, this is not something that she would have expected, like you said. And um, we were speaking earlier about boundaries. I think there's a certain level of boundary in the way that he probably yeah. possibly could have possibly asked the question. It's 
may you know she probably wouldn't have been prompted to ask the question may you what mm-hmm. you know maybe she was just assume i i can't tell you exactly what she was feeling in that situation but there's a certain level of boundary that we would always feel with some especially people who we're comfortable with mm. so you you like yeah, yeah professionally it's a professional environment like may you may you what like what are you doing and and the thing is he it was expressed that he was in the the mode of of conducting more or less an evaluation like yeah. he was touching he, and he did this before he was touching her to do an evaluation so mm-hmm. like by all means by saying may you the, the the most logical thing is for him to continue doing what he's doing which is evaluating you as for your phys- which I've never I don't know if I've heard about but anyway your phys- your body's physical condition not I'm going to take advantage of the situation and start molesting you which is I don't even know if anybody asks may I unless it's already pre-established that we are in some sort of relationship or mm-hmm. something right. it's, it's it's a misgiving of trust like I trust that you're doing something professional. I look up to you. I, I trust you. So again, there's nothing that happened. Like she, 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 she conducted herself in a way that would say, I'm trying to minimize the impact of this trauma. It might not be that I'm not, I'm not fighting him because fighting him might not make more sense. It might make it more difficult for me. I'm not trying to run away. I'm not running away because I might not get away. Right. Again, makes it more difficult for me. The only two things I could do is I could try to be as friendly as possible and maybe it could be over quicker or maybe he could see that I'm not resisting. Maybe he could think, okay, maybe we could continue this another time mm-hmm. so that I could get away from this situation. Right. Or I could just freeze. Like, that is also what people do. People freeze. Like, if you are scared and you don't know what to do, sometimes the best thing is to just remain inactive. Right. Don't try to run. Don't try to be a hero. Like, how many times... Like, let's do, let's do this at a different level. If, if we're in a bank and a gunman comes in and he points a gun in your face, right, what are you more likely to do? Are you more likely to fight him? Hell no. no you could I'm get complying. killed. Yeah, complying. Whatever. Are you going to run away? No. He could shoot you. That's what the gun is for. Are you going to be friendly with him? You might be too scared to even be do that. So what do you do? You freeze. And then after you freeze, you comply. Like, there's no, there's no guesswork here. There's no... Like, I hate when people say like, oh, this woman wanted... Why did she want it? Because she didn't move? Like, right. you know what people do when... You know when people do and when they the want thing, something? No, I think it's... They participate. To... People who want something... If me and you are in a relationship... Mm-hmm. And we're going to have a physical interaction. It's going to be an interaction that me and you want, right? You, you're not going to just stay there. You're going to, you know, it's going to be reciprocal. There's no like, I'm pushing myself on you and you're just there like, oh my, like a tombstone. Mm-hmm. Just there like, oh God, no, it's, it's both, it's, it's on both sides. It has to be a communication. Right. Otherwise, it could very well be rape. And mm-hmm. molesting somebody, you, you I get, uh, man, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know. And the thing is, the the difficult part is we're sh- then now we the soul we have to prove it. Yeah, you understand? It's weird. You have to prove that something that it didn't happen that you that it was it wasn't voluntary. Mm-hmm. And you know how difficult that is. You know how difficult it is to like. I mean, women. <laughs> yo, we're gonna do a whole episode on this. <laughs> Um, and, and I promise you guys, we're going to have a whole series about rape culture and how, how rape culture just is, we need to get under control because even we're participating in it and a lot of times you don't realize the effects of it. Mm-hmm. Like 
I'm a, as a guy, I think my, men, my mentality completely has changed from when I was in my 20s, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I had a completely different understanding. I thought a man was supposed to be, like, like not, ag like, aggressive, assertive, let's say assertive, in pursuit of a woman. But, like, there were probably times when my assertion was aggressive. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. when I thought this is what women wanted because this is what, everybody says women want you know what i mean like we were completely miseducated as to what was going on i'm not saying this as to like defend myself because i think a lot of guys are like that mm -hmm. it's like you don't know what you are doing you'd have you think that what you're doing is right so you keep doing it but it's not right because it has repercussions these women have to live with this trauma right but women but you'd always know you'd always when know. you go too far yeah you'd always mm. but then the thing is you're not like you said she wouldn't reciprocate in the first place Pardon? You're not supposed to like you like we would know when we go too far. Like there's a there's a point. You when, would know, yeah. But there's also but then you shouldn't go far at all. You see what I mean? Like it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be that you okay. Let me let me rephrase. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Like you went too, too far, far, but you shouldn't have gotten too far. Exactly, you shouldn't you. have gotten far in the first place. It should have always been a collaboration. Mm -hmm. But again, as men, we kind of like we kind of thought that we need to just take kind of take what we want. In the 90s, it was horrible. Trust me, Tarifino. Terrible. Like, the 90s, horrible. And I was young. And, like, the kind... And women, because it's not just men who believe this, women believe it too. So it's a cooperation of assertiveness. It's like women expect men to be this way. Women expect men to be assertive. And there's no, there's no line between am I supposed to be assertive now? Or am I supposed to not be assertive now? Like, mm -hmm. this girl, I think this girl likes me. Might be that she's just nice to you. But I think she likes me. In order for me to get this process started, I need to be assertive. Not rape somebody. God forbid. No, I'm not talking okay. about rape. I'm just talking about even like initiating a kiss or something. I think this girl likes me. I get these triggers. I'm going to go for the kiss. That's, that's what you it is. You sure that some of you guys just aren't oblivious to the fact that yeah, you, you may be making up some sort of. We were. That's the thing. We were. But then, <laughs> it, it, what? What is diff? What is? What is? What because made it worse is that women would cooperate. Like, even if a woman didn't like you, like she probably wouldn't make it a big. She probably like be like shy away and like, no, I don't want to do that. Right? Or she might kiss you, man, or just because she just thinks this is what men do. Mm -hmm. It's weird because again, both sexes would cooperate with this, and it was horrible. But the older we, the older I've gotten, I've, I've, I've been able to see the complete shift. And even in my own mentality, like it just, it's just a completely different thing. Mm -hmm. A woman being nice to you doesn't mean she is attracted to you. It has nothing to do for with that. For guys out there. For all the guys out there. Protect Not yourself. <laughs> it doesn't mean that she is interested in you or she likes you. And in fact, I would almost, I would not almost, I would say like the best thing to do is to ask. Not may I. Correct. But ask. Can I kiss question. you? You know, like, or can question. I hold your hand? You know, if she says no, then it's no. Like, she says no. And, and don't make it weird. Don't, like, don't you know, I was speaking to someone today and they were like, you know, there was this woman who kept stringing the guy along and making him feel like he had a chance. And I, in some cases, I, you know, I don't even want to say that. I don't want to say it because nothing can justify rape. No, at nothing all, can. At all. But I do think that leading someone along is wrong. Yeah, but then the thing is, two wrongs wouldn't make it right. So, and I guess that's why you said that you didn't want to continue saying it because it's it's bad either way. Like, 
you could string me along a hundred like for a hundred years, right? It's wrong that you did that. That's horrible. You're a terrible person. But me being a terrible person and demanding or taking charge or doing something terrible to you is terrible. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't you're not mine. And this is the thing too that that I think we got a lot of mixed messages. I think this conversation has completely gone on your tangent, but that's yeah. fine. <laughs> that's fine. Um there are mixed messages in in the way that we conduct love relationships. Like, um, you know, this 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 perception that if we are together, you are mine and I am yours. I think that is terrible. Really? Yeah. You know why I think it's bad? Because you are possessing ownership of a human being. You know how much negative things could happen when I think that you belong to me? Do you do you know how men respond to a woman? who belongs to them. Do you know how men respond to possession? Men are very aggressive with their possessions. You cannot touch my things. Aren't you guys that way naturally anyway? I have no idea what we are naturally because I've been cultured. If I was if I was born in a Muslim, in, in, if I was a born a Muslim, I would think differently to how I think no. I probably might not be as liberal. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. What, is, what is nature when nurture is so powerful? I, I grew up believing certain things that i know are not true Mm. you know i mean like the culture dictates how i present myself and the culture dictates how i respond to other human beings because this has been pre-established right what i'm saying is the whole thing of you being mine and i'm being yours i don't particularly like it because of what it says to men it objectifies women in and of itself a woman might not feel this way i don't know how women feel I think women like take pride in like that's my man, you know. Like <laughs> I love him, like he is, like that. I'll Guilty. take care of him, or like they would invest in him and make him into the best man. I try to make him a better man for them being around each other, right? Mm-hmm. But men, men have a tendency, and I've seen it more than a few times, and I've experienced. Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> I've experienced it myself. We are like. There's a certain sense of ownership once I said that woman is mine. That woman over there is mine. Like she's my woman. Yeah, like that's my like and I sorry to I'm not equating a woman to a car, but it's like saying that that car there, that's my car. Like you can't touch my car. You can't that's just not your drive child. my car. It, yeah? That's not your child. If it's my child, it's it, well it, when I say that, yeah, but even so if it's my child, it's the same. Like Men get very defensive of the children, you know, women too. Like, that's my child. But unless, even even if we are married, I think we become one flesh. So mm-hmm. there's no need for me to say that you are mine. We are one, right? We are together. Mm-hmm. I neither own you or neither do you own me. We move as one body. We come together. We talk. We, we see what we, what moves we're going to make. I and agree we make with the you moves. on that point. We make the moves as one. But me saying to you, and again, I'm just saying the concept of it. If you say you're yours and y'all like that, me and you like saying, oh, I'm yours, you're mine, and we're good. And that's as long as it doesn't get to a point where I start seeing you as an object, it's fine. Right, okay, yeah. And that's all I'm object, saying. But I like a little possessiveness. You like a little possessiveness? Yeah. Women, t- I don't know a why. Yeah. Women, like, <laughs> like, like they, they want the, 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 the perfect balance of right. I'm making him jealous, but I'm not making him like an abusive person right and unfortunately some men don't possess the threshold they don't because again to some men you being theirs means that you are theirs which goes into the 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 the, um the the conversation we had before this this episode started when i was talking about um 
even when it comes to like me and you are together, mm-hmm. you start dating my best friend. That can't happen. Because at the end of the day, there were certain pronunciations that I might have made. I might have said, like, me and Sarafina gonna be together for all time, you know? But, like, it didn't. You know what I mean? Like, it might, it, I might take it as a failure. Or I might take it as, oh, you know, well, we didn't work out because we were amicably split. Like, you know, right. we weren't the right fit for one another. She's probably the right fit for my friend. That is real. Because that would mean I have to disassociate my ownership of you. That means I have to disassociate my feelings with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to say, like, Sarafina is her own person. And without me, she's fine. And she's a complete individual. And it can happen. Of course it can. I, I could do that. And it comes with a certain level of maturity. But, like, again, men, when it comes to men with things, it gets particularly weird. Like, men with things. Like, I don't think a woman should be equated to a thing or an object. I gotcha. Um, and even so, like, going back to the, the same premise that we talked about, like, that person, that high-level official, might have seen this young lady as objectified things. Like, she has boobs and she has a butt and she has a nice face and she's pretty and she's going in and I want to take, I want a piece of this. This is, but you, you say, what, when you do that, you, you reduce the person from a human being into just something that could be utilized, like a thing. Mm-hmm. And that's when the problems really start because you don't see this as a person you need to respect. You see this as a thing that is to be used. A woman who is 21 years old is no less of a person than somebody who is 40 years old. The respect is supposed to be the same. Mm-hmm. It's not like, I'm going to take advantage of you. You understand? Know like, it's just weird. Like, it, it, is, it is weird. Because I don't, I, I'm, for me, I don't think that he actually saw her as an object. I think that in the situation, he misinterpreted what she had said. Um, and that he felt possibly that his power, his status or whatever the case is, could have you know gave him the right to do almost anything. Bye, that's it, that's bad. That's egomania. <laughs> <laughs> that's egomania. That's like, really like and that he could have anything that he, he wants. He could have anything he wants. And then we have men. And that's how yeah, that's how a lot of men think. You know, men with power. But yeah, it's it is. So let's talk about the dark things because I think we've completely tangent. So for you, have you ever had any experiences like that? With reg- again, with regards to... Not necessarily, not the, not the pageant, but just you as a woman. Like, how would you deal... Or have you ever had to deal with men in that capacity? Uh, I would have to say there was this one time. I had... I wonder if I should give you, like, the full details because I don't even want him to, like... If you could edit this part out. <laughs> I don't want him to, like, think that I'm talking about him. Because I would see him on the road and it's, it's fine. Like, I don't... I, Zen... I don't I try not to bother myself about it um but yeah he you know he said that we were going out on a date I don't even know how we even started to talk but he said we're going on a date went to watch a movie no problem um going well going well everything's going well I'm not gonna get too far into details because then it's just it's gonna get too uncomfortable for me and of course don't don't um keep it comfortable you know how some people like to say, oh, well, how you end up there? And why you there? No, I'm done with that. Mm-hmm. You never know where anybody, where it could, where it could lead. So um, he initiates sexual contact and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I am not here for that. 
that is not what I came for. And he's like, you know, you need to relax and you need to breathe. I was like, I am breathing fine. I'm thinking fine. Wow. I really didn't come here. This is the first time I've ever been on a date with this guy. Um, the first date? The first date. I don't know if the girls... And I don't judge anybody anyway. I guess I don't know if he's accustomed to women throwing it up on the first date anyway. Um, but I really wasn't there for that. So, you know, I had my natural hair at the time. And I was like, it's time to take me home. And I'm twisting my natural hair. Again, coconut oil falling, dripping down my back. And at the end of it, he's like, oh, so when I'm going to see you again? And I said, I'll call you. Never called him back after that. That was when I was like probably 21, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, crap. <laughs> I don't know. If, uh, <sighs> boundaries, you know, and you have to you have to know your boundaries and what makes you comfortable and what doesn't and what you what your intentions are and don't compromise that for anything at all. I think I could give guys... I, was, I, I think that he has... I, I didn't even know at the time, but now it's apparent that he may have some sort of status. Oh, I, no. But I didn't, I didn't care. I didn't care. The thing is, I think I could give guys a lot of advice when it comes to this. Like, mm-hmm. um, there's this thing called mutual touch. Like, 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 touch. Like, if you're dating somebody... Like, you don't just go in, like, for a kiss or something, just out of something. Like, it's not, like, it's never, like, oh, well, you know what? Let me just, no. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works. Like, women have, women have triggers. Women have things that they do. If a woman is touching you and she's comfortable, if she's, if she's close to you and she's comfortable and so on, then you could just ask. It's nothing, like, it's not, like, a big thing. It's just, I don't you know could how they miss those ask. signs. Like, we, we, we need to get, I think we need to get into the mode of communicating less, like, vaguely. Like, maybe back in the day, it was all romantic and I'm feeling... Right, like, spirit. say what you want. But say the, what, you, it what it's takes, about. You know what it takes? It takes a lot of time to be able to connect with somebody on a, on a deeper spiritual and emotional level. Like, we could be friends for a very long time, or even talking for a very long time, before we start connecting on a, on a spiritual level. Before I could start saying... I feel like this is right. I feel like getting closer to it is right. You know? Or we could just never have that. Or it could take minutes before that happens. But either way, to avoid all the confusion, just ask a question. Right. Ask the question. Ask it. If it makes it uncomfortable, if it makes it uncomfortable after that, then at least you've gotten out of the way and you, you don't have the stress of having to go in or train to... Nobody feels manipulated. Nobody feels uncomfortable. To the degree of, or he tried to make a pass at me, or he tried to make some sexual advance. Speaking from the 1%, I'd prefer if you just ask a question, you know? I think most women just do, like, 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 (laughs) I don't even know, like, it's so, it's, it's easier because it just puts it out there. Not may I, not not vague crap, just like, can I, bam, may I, bam, I would love to, bam. And, and then, and then, if if she resp- she's gonna respond. It's like he's respectful. He, who knows? She might say no. I don't think I'm ready for that yet. Maybe she might be mature and say, "I really like you, but I just don't think I'm ready for that yet." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you know, okay, well, cool, cool, cool. That's fine. That's fine. That's something we could you can work on with. This date. Right. I could work with this. Like maybe, maybe, maybe in the next two weeks. Like, this might be fine. I could try. I could ask again. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like it gets closer. Maybe she does it to me. What's wrong with that? You know what I mean? Like, women could do that too. Right, that's true. Um, it's I, becoming, 
it's just oh man but it's funny that you would say like in the next two weeks like guys don't like to wait that long though i feel like you guys feel like two weeks is forever like who she thinks she be be, by all means (laughs) i think if that's where you think then you could just not date the girl like i would rather that you if if she says no and you know this for for you this wasn't like no long-term arrangement like i mean she says no you move on to somebody else like like if you need if you need a quick drama girl you wouldn't get a reference. That's fine. No, so I didn't. Know. Like, <laughs> I missed that. If you need a quick draw, McGraw, and you need somebody who can just like on the fly do whatever you want to do, that they're, they're kind of there are people who there are women like that who exist. Okay, there are women like that who like that. Like mm-hmm. that's what they like. Go and find a person, but don't like try to subject somebody who's probably looking for something more deep. More, but don't don't cheat them out of that. Don't cheat Thank them out you, of that experience. Steven. Like let them have their deep longing converse, conversations let them find somebody who is willing to inject inject the time and invest the time and effort mm-hmm. into making them comfortable making them feel like what they want to feel like making sure that what who this person is is somebody that you want in your space mm-hmm. give them that opportunity is only respectful to give them that opportunity find somebody who is quick it's not difficult right yeah there are you. apps for that now <laughs> apps like it, you could buy it everything you like, could I, I tell buy people, it I tell people that all the time you could buy it and you could you could maybe not even buy it you get it for free I'm just saying choose just be respectful to every just be respectful to everybody mm-hmm. I don't know I, I, I just you know even when it comes to pageants and stuff like I see I see so much good in pageants um, I see so much like so much women like become determined, become different people completely. Mm-hmm. Like the discipline is ridiculous. Like I wish I kept some of that discipline. You didn't like, keep it. I thought it was long lasting. I let it? some. Of, no, what? Yeah. I let some of that go with my eating anyway. I mean, with the <laughs> other things, like are you more like ambitious as a person? Do you think you're less? I am okay. for sure, and that's the reason why I prompted. I began school. It's because if I can study that hard for an interview segment, school is nothing. Why not do it for this degree, though? <laughs> I have one, one controversial question to ask you. Do you think that the way that we do pageants is archaic? Do you think that um, it needs changing? Or do you have any suggestions for pageants? Mm, that's a good question. Because mm. you've I been think, in it. Yeah. I, no, I think that we have... A good standard of pageantry here in the Caribbean, in the Caribbean region and throughout. I don't think I'd change anything. I again, I personally like the swimsuit segment. I enjoyed all the segments for uh, that I participated in. Anyway, um, let me see if there are some things that I would change, and they, these may seem superficial. That's okay. That's okay. But. There were certain cases where, you know, we'd have to always dress alike or wear the same shirt. And it was just stifling my style, <laughs> cramping my style. <laughs> I'm like, let me just, you know, be stylish. <laughs> um, What else there was? Again, <coughs> accepting more body types, but n- I wouldn't accept laziness because I had to put in the work to to lose that weight. So I think 
that you can be a certain body type, but you could be toned and you can be well formed and shaped because muscle looks different than fat. Mm-hmm. So you would know. Of course. Um, so that, that's that, accepting body types. Uh, there was one thing that I just forgot. Oh my gosh, there was another thing. There was one there more was another thing. thing. There was another thing. There was one more thing. <laughs> you remember those, those, those trailers? It's like, one day. <laughs> it was a day that would live in infamy. And you know what? Probably by the time we finish this podcast, I'm going to remember and I'm going to voice message you and say, oh, yeah, Steven. Just add in that part. I'm going to record it. Just put it. I'm going to be like, no, Sarafina, you know what? You gave us two good points. And I think that's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know. I, 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 the only thing I think, um, I think pageants are, again, I could see, I could see where they, they are, especially discipline, ambition um, in terms of health. Because now you know, I think you know you have a better understanding of, like, how to treat your body properly. Like, if you wanted to keep doing it. Yeah. I know you haven't. <laughs> she looks great, guys. I don't care what she says. But um, the only thing I would, I would change is that there, maybe, there is, maybe there, this exists already. But to have shows that promote all different body types, yes. Um, but to also promote shows that deal delve deeper into creativity, intellect, and promote those things. Because I think a lot of the times, because swimsuit is still such a big part, there's swimsuit, there's evening wear. Evening wear, talent. There's talent. There's two questions. There's two questions now. Um, There's always two questions, but now they're judged. Both questions are judged. So there's two question segments, and there's what? The costume segment. And there's costume. So out out of those six segments, there are three segments that still deal more or less with how you look, right? I would like to see shows that delve so much deeper into the talent part of it. And not just, like, you know what? I'm sorry to say, and this is my critique of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I am fed up of, like, the generic talent. I am fed up of the, I can't sing, so I am going to try to play something. I can't dance, so I'm going to dramatize. I want us to be outside the box. They're like, Thousands of different talents, man. There's flame. You know, my best friend actually wanted me to do the whole painting. Hoop. There's all these things. Yeah, there's painting, and I was wondering how that would play out on stage. Actually, one some time ago. But yeah, my best friend wanted me to hula hoop. Hula hoop. Yeah, with some lights and fire. Yeah, it'd be yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, but these kind of also do because but it's not. So but it's. More. I think it's because it's based on what the people want to see. What What did you say? That court thing. Yeah, the court of public opinion. Yeah, it's. And it's, but the thing what, is, it's what we're accustomed to. It's, yes. And that's what, what falls think. within the criteria. And that's the problem. The criteria, like my problem is the criteria is, I mean, don't get me wrong. The, the competition that you went into, that's that competition. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying we need more competitions that deal with other things. Like it's amazing how much beauty means in our world still. Like there are girls who grow up that could do makeup but can't cook. That grow up that can't do anything else but like, Beat their beat, face. Beat the heck out the face. And I don't know what you call heel, but do their heel. And, and <laughs> it's like it's like this whole cosmetic boom. And I understand. It. I mean, by all means, there's money in cosmetics right now until everybody's doing it and maybe, maybe not so much. But what I'm saying is there's money in it right now. But 
there is so much other things that you could do. You could be passionate about cooking. I am passionate about cooking. You could be passionate about cooking and not fall into this stereotype. You could be passionate about architecture and not, you, you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You could be, you could be a cosmonaut, uh, 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 a cosmonaut, or not a cosmonaut. That's not, I don't think that's the word. No. You could be an astronaut. Oh. You know what I mean? You could be into astro, astro, astrophysics, you know? Mm-hmm. I want to see women with, with more intellectually based things and like more creative things, cook on set. Like, where haven't we had that yet? Like, Cooking somebody, on stage, yeah, as talent as your talent. Like, you yeah, learn to do minutes. that kind of. Yes, you do. But this is what I'm saying. Like, outside of the box talents, forget the generic crap. We've seen it before. Give us something else. There are millions of different things you could do. You could go up there and do photography for like just do something different. And let the criteria allow for the difference. Let the criteria allow for outside the box. You know what I mean? There's no other, like, th- there was one thing I watched and I'm going to share it with you guys. Um, when I was researching for this same conversation that we're having now mm-hmm. about pageantry. And Miss, Un- the Miss, Miss, Miss USA, they claim that they give, I think it's $45 million in scholarships. I think you're thinking about Miss America. Miss America! Yes! Oh. God darn <laughs> Miss America. I, I said Miss USA, isn't it? No, Miss USA is different to Miss America. God darn, you see? That's yeah. that's where we need you on the show. <laughs> um, Miss America, talking about Miss America, they said they give $45 million in scholarships. in scholarships. Now, if you do the research, they don't really. They don't. I never believed that. No, it's a they lie. Say it's, it's a miss. It's a miss. It's misinformation. It's straight up misinformation. What they're saying is they give access to about $45 million worth of scholarships, but they count it in a weird way. Like if you have access to eight hundred like if you have if you have access to 80 scholarships, um these scholarships would add up. So it would be like, okay, these scholarships add up to $45 million. But you are only one person, so you could only take one of them. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the weird thing. So they don't give you 40. In fact, they give like five hundred thousand dollars some crap, something, some nothing, mm-hmm. right? But that's beside the point. What I'm saying is, if we had to judge men on the same basis, like say, okay, I'm going to join Miss America so I could get a scholarship. Because if you go to Miss America, you could, if you, if you qualify, mm-hmm. you could get access to some scholarships. Right. right. Which is great. Which is awesome. But there's no such thing for guys. The guys don't need to apply to that to get a scholarship. You know what I mean? Like, the other thing is sports. You're like, you could get a sports yeah, scholarship. Sports. You know what I mean? Uh, but, like, what I'm saying is, you don't have to put butt glue to keep your bikini, you know, to keep your, your swimsuit on and promenade around a stage to get a scholarship. You don't have to be objectified for a scholarship. Men don't do this. If I had to be, like, if I had to go into a job interview and my looks would dictate if I get the job, you know, like, I wouldn't get a job. I could guarantee you there are hundreds of different guys out there, less qualified, but look better than me. Mm-hmm. That would get a job. And that's not fair. Like, when is, when is it that we're going to promote women as if what they have to offer beyond what they look like? You know what I mean? It's unfair. It's weird. And I brought it's up weird. this. I, I get it. I get what you're saying. It's weird. It's weird. But to be honest, as a person who was, who's in pageantry, I didn't feel like pageantry limited that, that certain school. women that's good that's good 
but the thing is, again, I, I, I see the benefits, and that's what I said. I started off said I see the benefits, but I also see the drawbacks. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that, again, I would. That's what I would like to see on a personal level, like not just the beauty element, because I think we have a lot of beautiful girls, and I think women are now more in tune with how to make themselves look, like, like oh my god, like <laughs> the, who I right, um, but in terms of what. Is coming out of them. I would like to see that 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 emphasize too. In a in a. It's more... up to them during the pageant. No, I'm not talking about your pageant. I'm talking about no. I'm introducing pageantry, more. Yeah, pageantry on a whole. I mean, I'm thinking on an international stage, on mm-hmm. a regional stage. It's up to the individual on how she wants to use that platform, and if she wants to make the most of it, and if she is successful in the pageant, if she will continue. To use it. that platform, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, I guess it's up to the individual. I don't know. I just, I just said what I would like to see. Just more emphasis, like if, if the, if the show is. Because after the show, after you've won talent and whatnot, really and truly, all you have left is your intellect. Yeah, exactly. To appeal to the people to speak at, um, I guess, galas or whatever it is that you know, the success, the winner does. Um, you have making appearances. Yeah, you have your internet. And the thing is, what's funny again? It's like men, men are. It's a mis- it's really a misogynistic world. Um, there was some from Miss America. There were some um, emails that came out mm-hmm. from some of the executives. They were very, they were very bad. Like they basically, they basically were saying, <laughs> I don't want to say it on air. But well. th- they were objectifying the girls. Like one of the one of the, the previous contestants, she she's done with the competition. She's now living a regular life. She's married. She has a successful career. Mm-hmm. And they, what they noted about her was like, look at her. She's so fat and disgusting, right? I saw the picture. The lady looks beautiful. Like I, I I didn't see the previous, but I saw what she looked like now, and she looks great. You know what I mean? But that's what the the guys at the very top, all white, by the way. I was just about to say, you know what? It's oh. a different culture as well because you oh. see where in America they'd get bullied for being a certain weight. Mm-hmm. Down here, we don't. Like, mm-hmm. like what is too good. heavy? And that's good. But we've we've only and and I'm, this is something that I've recognized. We've only recently, recently within the last couple of years, I've seen entries into the competition that are okay, yeah, that are different body types. They've they've opened the floodgates for that. Not the floodgates. I think they open for one or two, maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. right? But I like that. I think that's progressive. Now, what I want is for one of those girls to win. That's what I would love. Like against the criteria. I don't know. I don't know. It, and that's the thing. It's it's interesting that we include them, but. Are they included just to make a statement or are they included because they could win? Mm-hmm. Because it, it makes no sense for you to tell me, I'm going to allow solid girls, I'm going to allow girls of different body types to enter. But at the end of the day, it's pretty fine that these girls, are, these girls are the only ones in the competition. Like you have that one token girl that is bigger than the others. But she's like, everybody knows she's not going to win. That's unfair. And that's not progressive. Mm-hmm. She, has, she has to have the same chance of winning as all of those other girls. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna still say these That means the criteria has to change. Well then God let it change. Let it be that everybody could win. Because if if the, what you're doing is just making you're you're not 
you're not changing anything. You're just making a statement that yes, look, look at what we did. We allowed these girls to run, but they lost. Like, and they were predefined to lose mm-hmm. because of your criteria says they have to be this way. You allow them in, but they're still gonna lose. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I am going to believe it when one of those girls win. If one of those girls win, yeah, we're progressing. Because, and I'm not saying give them a win. I'm saying judge them. If the criteria doesn't allow them to be judged the same way, then the criteria has to change to allow them to be judged on the same level as every other contestant. Not that you just have this token girl that you have a girl that could pop, she could win. Okay, so here's my question to you, Steve. God, you feel like you're, you're interviewing me on this, man. But go ahead. I'm good. Um... So again, the criteria is fifteen points for muscle tone. God damn, that's half. Yeah, that's half. That's half. That's half to thirty. Are you saying? You see how you see you you've seen where I came from. Mm-hmm. Are you and the muscles that like were showing up? Yeah, aside. Yeah. In these thighs. What are these called? Quads? It's quads. It was crazy. I saw you like you transform into a different person. Not mentally. Well, mentally. Oh, yeah, mentally yeah, yeah. too. But, but uh, you're trying to say that we're opening, we're opening up the, the criteria mm-hmm. so that everyone has a chance. But then what are we going to be judging on? Are well, you saying that then, well, then the time mm-hmm. that I spent in the gym was... Was fruitless? I, I don't no. know. That's the thing. The time you spent at the gym was supposed to be for you. As a your life. Mm. It taught you to be better at your life. That's great. That's commitment. You know, hell, even if you add something and says, hey, look, what kind of personal development did this person... Give it a year. Like, what kind of development did this person make in a year? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Did this person come from zero to... A hundred. But I'm saying, if, if you're going to add that, I understand that. That's determination. That's, that, you should be rewarded for that. I'm not saying you should win the competition because you went from zero. Oh, no, no, no. You know, went from 185 pounds to 125 pounds. That's not, that shouldn't be what makes you win. You should win because of all the other things. Your intellectual and through. You could represent. You have a good talent. You have a talent that is actually a talent and not just some predestined generic thing that they just pull out the... the, the like, what were you going to... You're going to say a poem. You're going to drama... T- no, look, there's more than that. Mm-hmm. Let's just push the limit here. You know what I mean? Give the girls... Let them do what they're good at. If you're good at counting money, then go up there and find a way to count money on the stage. Make it so that people have to be creative with their talent. You understand? Open up the gates so that girls who don't have your body... Because your body type is great. No, no, let me not say that. Let me not say that. Oh, oh. No, what I mean when I say that is that what is a great body type? A great body type is a, type, a body type that you have. Mm-hmm. Make the best of it. What I'm saying is because a girl is bigger than you doesn't mean she's supposed to be less valuable in the competition than you. And when I say big, I don't mean fat. I don't mean that fat. I'm talking about a different body type. Mm-hmm. She's taller. She's thicker. That is her type. She has big legs. That is her type. Mm-hmm. She could have big defined legs all she wants, but that's still her type. Once they're defined. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying once they're defined. I'm saying she could have bigger legs than you. Because, again, you, you couldn't have bigger legs than me, but they can be but she's toned. not going to win. 
That's they what can, I'm saying. But they can be torn. But no, this is not going to win because they like skinny minis. Exactly. Because they like skinny minis. But exactly. you can have a big girl with torn legs. Exactly. I'm agreeing with and everything you And I feel like she falls said. within the criteria, in my personal opinion. Yeah, but she doesn't. If I am seeing those cuts mm-hmm. in in her her quads, mm-hmm. she's getting full 15 points over a skinny mini who I can't see. Sorry. I'm, if, I, if I'm following the, the criteria. But the thing is, that's what I'm saying. I agree with everything you said. You are right. But the skinny mini, given the criteria that we've normally followed, and culture is a difficult thing to break, eh? It's difficult. Like, you could imagine the outrage the first couple of years when this girl who has bigger legs and huge quads is going to get more points than a skinny mini. Mm-hmm. Like, people are going to be like, are you crazy, but she fat? You understand? How she could get more... People don't know the difference. And if then... They, they do really not. don't know the difference. And the first few years, it's going to be horrible. It's going to be... The crowd is going to be very displeased. But what I'm saying is, you can't. Let me put punish. it out there. Every woman... No matter how skinny she is, everybody has a little cellulite somewhere. Just putting it out there. Every woman is beautiful unless you are not. Okay? Unless you are a horrible person, you are beautiful. All right? And if people can't... I don't think a pageant is supposed to validate that, but it's unfortunate that a pageant dictates what people define as beautiful. It's unfair that a bigger girl is not seen as beautiful or she's told that she's not beautiful. If she's putting in the work and she's, she tries to be fit, and I think that's, that's part of the competition, to try to be as fit as you possibly could be. Mm-hmm. Put right? in the work. Yeah. Put in the work. If she's putting in the work, but she doesn't look like, you know, Roger Rabbit wife, Mrs. Mrs. Rabbit, right? She still, she still should get a point. She still should have a running chance of becoming the queen, because she's putting in the work. It might not manifest itself in her being skinny or tiny because maybe that's not her type. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, she's supposed to still be on the same level as everybody else. She put in the work. She looks good for what she is. Accept more different, accept different body types as for what they are. Some women have humongous boobs. Why is it that she can't enter the competition? Because she has humongous boobs? That's unfair. There are women who are born, women are born like this. Are you telling them that, oh, well, the body type is not good enough. You have to get breast reduction in order to enter the competition? That's not fair. She represents millions of girls who have low self-esteem because what they see on TV is not representing them. And if they had to go on the same show, they will not win. You know how much of a sky has when a young girl is told she's not beautiful because she's either A, black, too light, too fat, too this, too that, too this, too that? You're telling, she, you're telling her she's not beautiful. She grows up feeling that she's not beautiful. She looks on the TV and she doesn't see anybody that represents her. Mm-hmm. No one who looks even close to her. And then she goes into a relationship. She goes into parenthood, motherhood, feeling like she's ugly. It's unfair. And it's not right. I, don't, I never like that. To be honest, I may seem a bit cold-hearted. Of course. Let them girls hit the treadmill and then <laughs> I'm pony up. I'm, don't give me them excuses. <laughs> No, uh, I think for me, it's what your parents instill in you. Uh, if your parents told you you're beautiful, who is somebody on the TV to tell you that you're not just because they're promoting one form of beauty? And you could ask my best friend. I felt like the best thing, like Nicki Minaj, I felt like I had Nicki Minaj body when I was at my biggest. Okay, nobody could have told me nothing. 
I had my confidence was up there. I know, I know you're not saying right. So I, we all know you. <laughs> we all know you. I had that in what? Where? <laughs> all the right places? <laughs> I didn't know. Um, it's just how I grew up. My mom always tried to make sure that I had a high self-esteem. That it worked. I mean, by all means, <laughs> I I've never known you to be like non-confident, unconfident about anything. You it's, go out hard. Let's just make this happen. I think again, it's just what we instill in our kids. That's true. It is, and 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 by all means, I might be like more of a revolutionary, like you know, lift up the cars, run the run the gamut. Good luck with that talent thing. You know, I'm here. You're ranting about it, but this. <laughs> I don't know. I I I think. Um, I don't know. I have conversations with very creative people who, mm-hmm. um, I call them very creative because they don't they don't accept whatever you give. like. You give them something and it's like, oh my god, this could be so much better. What if we do this? What if we? Do- oh my, we could do this. We could, do-. and they create something completely new and vibrant. Mm-hmm. Like they, I can't mention how many times I've gone on the internet looking for pictures that I was interested in taking and not finding any. Like going on Pinterest and trying to find a specific type of image. Like, you know, as reference, like, okay, maybe let me see if somebody has done this so I could just take some notes, maybe borrow some of the uh, technique and add it to my own and not being able to find any pictures at all of what I wanted to shoot. Mm-hmm. And every time I do that, I say, oh, this is an original idea. Okay, let's do it. You know, because it's like you're creating something that came from you that has not existed before, at least is not on the internet. But here's my thing, right? Mm-hmm. You're saying that you, you speak with creatives. That's all well and good, and I'm I'm not going to try and call down anybody like who's call judging. Him them, man. Call him them. Who's judging? But like, what percentage of the population do you think are creatives? I don't know. I think everybody has some form because of creativity. I think we kill from a, people from a participant standpoint. You're mm-hmm. going in to win, so you're going to mold yourself to the to criteria, the criteria of to course. make uh-huh. sure. That you win, you would, you probably do want to try something new and something point. creative, mm-hmm. but somebody will shut that down real quick and tell you We're that is this. not going to win. Exactly, we're gonna do this instead. It's true, mm-hmm. but that's what I guess that's what I said earlier when you asked if we need to change the criteria. I, I said absolutely, yeah. That it needs to it change need, first. It needs the criteria needs to change to Are allow. Are people ready for it to be changed? I think, man. I don't think people are ever ready for change, man. Like, I don't think anybody in this universe is like, you know, give me some change right now, you know. I think change is absolutely necessary for growth, though. I think if you're going to make a competition better, if you're going to make I was just about to say, to see, to see it become more interesting as well. Yeah. I am, I am telling you, it is, I, I'm, I'm grown up. I've grown past it. Like, again, we know what the generic, um, we know what the generic talents look And then, like. you know, we have to... Develop a culture that appreciates art. Oh, because a a funny drama would knock out piano playing in a second. Amazingly, yes. And the more, the more, um, I want to use a good word, the more colloquial, the more colloquial it is. (laughs) I don't want to use any, any, any words that, that, the more relevant it is. Towards whatever may be happening in the country. That's true. Yes, it has to be relevant, but it also has to be. When I say colloquial, it has to be that you you deliver it in a way that we normally talk. All right. So instead of saying, "Well, he was going to," you say, "Well, he going." To be honest, like I miss some of the jokes 
because of the fact that it has such a deep accent. Yes. In our one, by God, they don't Right? So it's like the more, the more, I don't want to say, I don't want to say anything that's going to diminish anybody. But let's say the more ghetto it is, the more people laugh, the more mm-hmm, it just mm-hmm. gets, it heightens, and then all of a sudden they have a talent that is going to win. The thing I probably I have is that it's just it's just limiting. So you're saying so so when everybody decides that we're gonna do a funny drama, then you have a show that has no diversity. It's just it becomes stale really quick. Mm-hmm. Like you have six contestants and all of them are gonna do a drama that's funny. Like it's just like everybody isn't funny, you know? Yeah. This, this is not this is not gonna appeal to everybody's personality. I think the the competition needs to allow people to be their individual, at least to some extent, their individual selves and showcase that everyone is different. Mm-hmm. Everyone is not interested in being a drum man. Everybody can do drum, everybody can sing, and everybody can dance. Let's wait that slate. What else could we do? Who are you? What are you interested in? The competition, the criteria has to grow with the people. Gotcha. And it hasn't grown for a bit. So let's just let's just make it let's just make it grow a little bit. Alright? So I feel like we've been talking, man, and we've been we talking. Have. And I think we touched on a lot of things. We touched on a lot of things. Um, but we're gonna wrap up the show and we've been talking to Seraphine Osborne. We're gonna wrap the show up. And as usual, we have to do our last segment, which is we have to state three things that are incorrect. Ooh, Lord. You know, the oh, face great. that she just gave me, she's That's never like... listened to this show all the way through, guys. No, I heard it one um um, Bijan's own. Yeah, you have to say three things that are incorrect. It doesn't have to relate to the topic, but I know it, it doesn't have to relate to the topic. But I, man, I, like I really, I should have come prepared. I was like so stuck on the five questions before. Yeah. <sighs> to ask them. The thing is, I, I know I don't come prepared for this either. So I, I, there's solidarity between us. Like I don't that are know. incorrect. Yeah, you have to state three things. The statements have to be absolutely incorrect for you. Okay. You want me to start? I can't wiggle my ears. And I, I think everybody knows that about me now. You could wiggle your ears? Yes, I can. Let me see. Okay, wait, wait. And whenever I get embarrassed, they start to like raise as well. So. Oh my God, you're wiggling. <laughs> <laughs> that is... That is interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect it to be so dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought like a little wiggle, but like, my mm-hmm. God. Okay. All right. So she's a superhero, guys. Okay. My turn. Um, Something that is incorrect. I think because we had this podcast that the criteria is going to change for 2019. Yeah, no. <laughs> you said 2019? 2019. Yeah. That's what I think. Mm. It's incorrect. It's, uh, yeah, it's I'll give incorrect. it like, Hopefully, you know, the right people are listening. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> In the court of public opinion. <laughs> oh, let me see. Oh, wow. Gosh, you're like really setting the standards high, aren't you? I'm, I really wasn't trying to. Something that is incorrect. Can I pass? You can't pass, no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why would you want to pass? You have three of them. You went first. Nobody ever went first. This is the first time we had somebody like jump out the gate. Yeah, because that one was easy. But then you went and set the bar like three notches did higher. I, like, did I? It was yeah. It was relevant to our topic. Like, it's almost gonna force like people to 
to make a change. Like, wow. Like, that was like some real presidential shit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> presidential. Man, I've never had that compliment before. Let me see. What the weird stuff can I do that I'm going to say that I can't do? <laughs> oh, that's you. Okay, you know what? Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Okay, I'll go. I'll go. I'll, I'll try to set the bar. Like, like law. Since you said I said it tonight. Um, I think, well, no. I've eaten flowers before. I've had um, roses for breakfast. And it was the most nourishing meal that I've ever had ever in my whole entire life. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Are you just incorrect. talking now? I know it's I've incorrect. I've never had roses for breakfast. Let me see. 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 Here goes. I have never dug up the decomposing body of my fish because I, it seemed interesting at the time. Never. I don't think you've ever done that. I'm going to just. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That was, that's going to, that's going to, that's going to be in my half year next year. Just, yeah, half year. That's going to be one of my favorite ones. Um, I've never dug up my pet fish. I, I like that one. All right. So I have one more. You have one more. Um, Let me make mine random, like real random. I think my birthday is the most highly anticipated day of the year for me. For you? That's a lie? Like That is a complete lie. You I, don't I, look forward to your birthday? I don't. You know what? Now that I'm getting older, I don't. I, don't I didn't even do nothing for my birthday this year. You didn't really want to do anything for your birthday. I didn't want to do anything for my birthday. I, I think for my birthday, I usually, I usually try to not... Like, I used to kind of go ham on it. Mm-hmm. Not, what is going ham? Everybody, I, I right? I, I, was, nah, I don't <laughs> think I used to go ham. I think that's, that's being pretentious. I think what I like now is like quiet birthdays. I just like birthdays that I don't have to work. Me like too. If I, don't, I, I would just clear my day. I, I don't want to take on a job on my birthday. I just want to just not work and not go on my computer or anything like that. Like I just want to just maybe go to the beach or something and eat. I like eating. So I want to eat on my birthday. I never, yeah. Okay, my turn. Finally. I've been busting my brains trying to find like one of those weird creative kinds. Choose, do something that, okay, choose a fact, choose something you know this is true, and just say the opposite. But I don't have 10 fingers and 10 toes. That's it. <laughs> 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 That simple, guys. <laughs> don't overthink it. <laughs> yes, it's just don't overthink it. All right, guys. So we've been here with Sarafina Osborne. Sarafina, thank you so much for being on the Thanks show. Thanks for having me. This was so much fun. I had so much fun. I had so much fun. Like I've had some really serious ones lately. Like serious, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like um, I remember. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest. Like two of them were like way more serious than I wanted them to be, but because they were so informative and educational, like I was learning, like I was just in this student mode, mm-hmm. just sucking in all this information. I think I was one like, oh, man. for that one. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to share. 
Um, but it's just it just was so serious. But like with you, it's just I guess because you know we know each other. You have like uh, maybe we might be a little similar in some respects. So it's like I just was so comfortable. I could sit on here and just talk to you. Like I just feel so comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, man, we've been talking for a while. Okay, so let's wrap this up. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. I've been here with Sarafina, the beautiful Sarafina Osborne, who looks great, wait, by the way, guys. Wait, wait, I have one last thing that I want to sure. say. Go ahead. You know, it's like a little inspirational thing. Do things that make you happy. Do things that you want, what you want to do, and not what people want you to do. If that makes sense. Does that make sense? It does. And we say, um, That's something that I learned from pageantry. Do what well. you want to do. Something that makes you happy, and not what other people want you to do. Yeah. To make do what you want to do, and not what other people want you to do. Okay. Do what or you what want to do. Or what they think that you should you do. should do. Yeah. Break that mold. That's that's definitely a trailblazer. Mm. All right, guys. You've been listening to Objectively Incorrect. We've been here with Sarafina Osborne, who's sharing like nuggets of wisdom, and I'm going low because they said that that sounds really sexy. Bye. Uh, Alright, so guys, you could you could check us out at objectivelyincorrect.com. That's A-N-C-O-W-R-E-C-K-E-D. That's how we spell incorrect. And as usual, peace, no gang signs. <laughs> she's giving me she's giving me high fives. She's Woo! Alright guys, later.